Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Ho, 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 and happy holidays, everybody. Today, we are going to talk all about how in the world we can survive those darn holidays. I know so many of us struggle when we're racing from one holiday party to the next holiday party, and it can be really tough with all the food that's around and all the beverages that are around. Stay on track when it comes to our fitness and nutrition goals. So I thought today we could talk all about how we can navigate those particular settings to thrive and really stay on track and not have it be a month where we really slip back into having to start over in January with a bunch of extra weight. So maybe pursuing a fat loss goal actively throughout the holidays is something that isn't necessarily in alignment with what you want, right? But for many of us, just even being able to maintain the gains that we've been able to make throughout the year can be a big positive step in the right direction. So let's get into my top tips of how to thrive during the holidays. So tip number one, and that is don't turn the holidays into a holly month. So really, most people can get away with indulgences on the actual holidays. But really, when we see that the scale starts to tip or that we start to gain a whole bunch of weight is really when a few days becomes week after week of overeating and us just being in that mentality of, oh, I'll start over in January, right? So trying to limit those holiday feasts to the actual holidays or the actual days when you want to have those delicious things are really going to make sure that the entire month doesn't become a slippery slope of heading in the wrong direction. You'll likely have multiple opportunities to indulge throughout the week, but simply giving yourself maybe one or two days throughout the week when you're gonna have those indulgences and then using the other five to six days to really stay on track with the habits that have led you to success throughout the year, that that can really go a long way. Now, tip number two, don't show up to the party starving. So the few hundred calories that you skipped at breakfast, lunch, or dinner are nothing compared to the treats that you'll probably devour if you arrive to a party totally famished, right? When we are famished and super starving, we cannot necessarily make the best decisions, right? Our brain takes over and it's like, oh my God, eat food, eat food, eat food. So instead I suggest playing it smart and that's eating high protein and vegetables for the meals leading up to the event. So for example, at breakfast, you might do an egg white omelet. Maybe you'll do a big salad at lunch with some protein on top, lots of vegetables. 
Really, you wanna make sure that you're going into the setting, not in a state of fasting, because then we're more likely to overindulge and then it can end up being that all those calories that we thought we were going to save, they really didn't do anything. So we ended up going and spilling over quite a bit. Anyways, so loading up on those protein and vegetables can go a long way. Also, another idea is to have a filling healthy snack before you leave for the party. So some things could be like an apple with some string cheese, raw vegetables with hummus, maybe a hundred calorie bag of air popped popcorn, or maybe some Greek yogurt or low fat cottage cheese. Maybe you'll have some lean deli meat or even a high fiber protein bar. But having a snack and going into the setting, just at least having something into your stomach is really a way to set yourself up for success for the party. All right, tip number three, eating off of a smaller plate. So it's important not to munch away mindlessly and that's where a smaller plate can really help you out. So if we have a big large plate, we're more apt to fill it up. But if we have this nice small plate, we're really gonna run out of space, right? So we fill up our small place and that's really going to be helpful for you. So you take a small appetizer plate, roughly the size of a cocktail napkin and try to limit your party food or that snacky food to whatever can fit on that plate. So things like celery, carrots, cucumbers, broccoli, olives, peppers, uh, fruits like apples, grapes, pineapple, citrus, those kinds of things are really going to be the things that we want to pair with maybe some of the other delicious things. So it's not a circumstance of eliminating the snacky stuff altogether, but it's how can we add some nutrients to the plate that we're having so that we're getting some fruits and vegetables that aren't necessarily high in calories. Another thing like your lean deli meats, often they'll be that served at a party as well. So like your ham, turkey, roast beef, kibasa, those kind of things are really gonna be helpful with making sure that we get some protein as well paired with those fruits and vegetables. So when it comes to things like the chips, the crackers, the pretzels, they are gonna be higher in calories and not that we have to avoid them altogether, but I generally suggest that you limit that to only half of that small appetizer plate. Um, even things like your cheese and your nuts, those can be super high in calories, not that we have to avoid them altogether. It's just something that we want to be mindful of if we want to stay on track, right? When we start to really overindulge, we start to feel incredibly junky and if we have a bunch of those days day after day we're gonna find ourselves that maybe we're gonna gain anywhere from 5 to 20 pounds over the circumstance of all those social settings so when it comes to uh, yeah, cheese and nuts. You just want to be mindful that they can be really diet bombs and they can have a lot of calories um, that are that are in there, okay? When it comes to things like your cooked appetizers, sometimes we don't necessarily know how many calories are going to be in certain things, but just as a general rule, things that are really cheesy, really bready, deep fried, you can pretty much guarantee that those guys have lots of calories. So you wanna limit yourself just to maybe having just one of those items, or maybe you're gonna pick your favorite absolute thing that you really, really wanna try and add it to the plate that maybe you'll have just one of them versus having a whole bunch of those. So yeah, generally I just, I just suggest pick and choose what you really want to have. It's not that you can't have 
all of it. It's just being mindful about the amount of each of those items so that you really are looking at the plate and saying, okay, you know what? This looks pretty well balanced. I got some fruits some vegetables, some meats, a little bit of these appetizers, and I'm going to focus on getting a good balance with that plate that I have. For tip number four, this bad boy is measure the main course. So when I say that, I mean when it comes to dinner, split your plate into thirds. And this is something I suggest whether it's a holiday party or even just your regular meals, right? We really wanna make sure that we get a good equal balance of macronutrients. And that really is, Okay, let's take a third of your plate and have some sort of protein or meat that fills up that plate. The next third is some sort of vegetable or salad that fills up that portion of it. And then the third is the more carb heavy side dish or the casserole or something along those lines. So how can you take that plate and divide it into thirds to make sure that you're getting a good balance of all of those items? In potluck situations where there may be a smorgasbord of things to choose from, you really wanna limit yourself to one plate for the main courses and one small plate for dinner. There's no need for seconds really in that kind of circumstance, even though things look really incredibly delicious. You really should be able to fit a taste of everything into one helping when you are planning out your plate for that. So really, can you take the meal and divide it into thirds on your plate? Or can you take a little bit of a few things if it's at like a potluck situation and then have a small plate for dessert as well? So some people say, oh, in the setting, I don't want to worry about food and I don't want to think about dieting. And, and that's not really what I'm talking about here. It's not about like being in that particular setting and being thinking about, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. It's just being in that setting and being mindful and using food as a way to nourish your body versus overindulging so much that you have to unbutton your pants and then you have to work that much harder. Come January, a little bit of mindfulness goes a long way and a little taste of everything is also another way that you can enjoy yourself. You can not have that like food baby hangover that can happen when we overindulge in too much food. So these little tips can go a long way in terms of just being aware in the setting and being mindful about the foods that you're putting into your body. Tip number five. All right, this guy is all about eating sweets. So before you have one of everything, consider having a couple of cookies with somebody else or having a couple of desserts with other people. You really could be like, okay, find a friend or maybe your partner is going to be on board with this or maybe even your kids, but it's okay. Maybe I want to have a bite of everything. I know for myself, I absolutely love sweets. So if you're in that camp, just like me, it's finding a friend and saying, okay, let's split everything so that we can get a taste of everything that's here. And uh, yeah, let's cut down on the calories by going about it in that way. So this comes for pretty much all of the desserts. Maybe you wanna have a little bit of cake and pie and cookies and brownies. You wanna have just a nibble of absolutely everything. I would suggest just dividing that up, finding a friend. And another option is finding healthier versions to your favorite desserts. So maybe you're gonna bring the healthy cookies or you're gonna bring something that you know is gonna be less in calories or less in fat. One of my favorite resources in terms of finding recipes is the website skinnytaste.com. 
Bulb.com. So I would suggest going there and maybe you can get a few delicious things that you can bring that you know aren't going to be massive overindulgences in terms of the amount of calories. Tip number six. All right, this is about drinking your calories. So beverages really, they can be a slippery slope. I know for me, I will definitely be having some alcohol. I was in prep for a lot of this year, so I will be having some alcohol over the holidays, absolutely. But one thing is that I know that uh, beverages really can be a slippery slope. So a couple suggestions with this. You wanna make sure that you have really hydrated going into the event. So before you're showing up or maybe when you first get there, can you have a couple glasses of water and really continue to drink water throughout the festivities versus only having alcohol. So one thing I like to do is for every glass of wine, I make sure that I have a glass of water either going in between or if it's not going in between, I got both of them on the go at the same time. If you choose to drink, just keep in mind that intoxication, I don't know about you, but for me, it does encourage overeating. Sometimes when I drink too much, I find that I'm like, oh, my goals, I'll worry about them tomorrow. And that might be you, right? That might be that essentially you want to overeat once you've had a lot of alcohol in your system. So if you find that you're somebody that that kind of happens for you, one suggestion that I have in relation to that is perhaps you can find somebody that's going to the party, maybe it's your partner, that you just talk to them about that ahead of time. You let them know, hey, you know me, I'm gonna go into the setting and even if I tell you that I want to have extra food, can you just hold me accountable and just say, nope, you told me your goals prior to drinking the alcohol and you didn't want to have the extra food or you didn't wanna have the extra dessert or whatever and you just have somebody that kinda keeps you accountable in that particular setting if that's what you really want to do. Um, when it comes to the amount that you consume, I think everybody knows their own limit and knows kind of what that amount of drinks is going to be. So I know for me, I like to say, okay, this is going to be my upper limit of the maximum that I want to drink throughout the evening. And other than that, I, I'm really just focusing on having good conversation. I'm focusing on, um, just kind of catching up with the people around versus focusing on continually drinking. So sometimes just shifting that focus away can be a positive step in the right direction as well. With alcohol, I like to drink um, vodka water and then just add some lemon or lime into that. Something like that is going to keep the calories down. You can also use like a Mio squirter or Crystal Light or something along those lines just so that the calories for all of your consumption throughout the evening aren't that high. So yeah, wine's a good one as well. Um, when it comes to beers, they're gonna range. Some of them are gonna be, there are like 60 calorie beers out there. Some of them are about 100 calories. I think the main component is choose something that you like and that you're going to enjoy in terms of um, having a beverage. But often if we're mixing something with pop or with juice, those calories can really add up when that's mixed with liquor as well. Now, final tip, tip number seven, and that is to remember that you are human. Okay guys, don't be too hard on yourself, honestly. Despite your good intentions and all of the tips that we talked about today, I know that we're not perfect and we might be in the moment and we're enjoying and you know what? It happens, right? The worst thing that we can do is wake up the next day and beat ourselves up about what it is that happened. So you may overindulge and that's okay, you're human. 
the best thing you can do is push aside that guilt and regret and focus on the healthy choices here and now. Dwelling on your failures will only make you feel like that. So focus on small positive changes that you can make the following day. So for example, you wake up, your head's kind of hurting and you're like, oh, I think I overdid it yesterday. All we can do is control what that next decision is going to look like. What is it that you're gonna have for breakfast? How are you going to rehydrate that next day? Instead of dwelling on the fact that maybe you did overindulge the next day, it's really like, okay, you know what? It happened. I'm not going to sit here and feel guilty about what happened yesterday or what happened this week. I'm gonna focus on the decisions that I can make in the future that are going to lead me in the right direction. Now. Just as a final wrap up for all of you guys, when it comes to the holidays, staying active is going to go a long way. There is no reason to wait till January to get in the gym or to get active. Even if you are right now like, okay, yeah, 2019 is going to be my year. Fuck waiting until 2019. Get your ass in the gym. Sorry, excuse my language, guys, but get your ass in the gym now. Sign up now. Beat the rush and know that all of those little workouts in between, all of those little positive steps in between matter. You do not need to wait till January to take action and to make changes. It's important that when you get that little gut feeling, hey, I want to make positive changes in my life, that you just act on it. Don't wait till everybody else is is signing up to the gym in January. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I'm really ready to make some positive changes. I'm really ready to make 2019 the year where I kick ass. I challenge you to do it now. Do not wait until January 1st. That's fucking bullshit. I suggest that you go right now. You just listen to this podcast. And if it inspired you, I challenge you to go, go to the gym, go to wherever it is that you are planning on signing up for and just do it now. What are you waiting for? Right? Like, I think we so often think like, oh, I got to be perfect or I got to wait for the perfect timing or now's not the right time. You know what? We all feel overwhelmed. We all feel busy. There is a lot going on in December, but why not just take action now? Even if you're going to get started, try a couple classes, maybe sign up for something new in terms of your exercise regimen, but I challenge you to do it now. I know it's busy. I know it's challenging, but the best time to start something is when you are handling a whole bunch of stuff, right? Squeeze in the workouts when you can. Know that all those little bits of movement will add up to something astronomical. So that is it for me today, guys. I really hope that if you are ready to make some positive changes, that you just take action and make it happen now. I hope you all have an absolutely amazing holiday season. I'm I'm actually headed to cross something off my bucket list this weekend, and that is heading to New York City with my husband. So we are going to celebrate my 30th birthday there. I'm very, very excited for this. He surprised me with this trip um, just as a 30th birthday present. So we're going to have a great time, do some skating, do some dancing, lots of sightseeing, enjoy some delicious food, enjoy some wine together, some good conversation, and just really be able to celebrate What an epic year this has been. So as always, guys, I appreciate you. I will catch you next time. Bye. 
Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.